0: So in our lives and it becomes clear, clearer in as we practice where mind is uh, jitta is very much subject to these seemingly unc- uncontrollable emotional reactions and reflexes. And we note them. Criticism, criticising others, criticising oneself, so on. Feeling irritated by this, that and the other, seemingly really small things, sometimes petty things, feeling jealous of others getting a better deal or more attention or seeing more advanced than we are. Yeah. Feeling humiliated by the way that one can't control one's mind. You know, it seems so simple when the teacher says it, why can't I do it? Stupid dummy. Um, uh, uh, and plenty more. Nervous know, anxiety. Worry. You know, just feeling strangely fed up. You know, so the, these mind states are really heart states makes it a bit more poignant doesn't it and perhaps more useful because they have an emotional content to them that gives them their particular sting, their particular impact, their particular feeling this is quality of Feeling vedana: unpleasant feeling, pleasant feeling, a neutral feeling. And this is the <laughs> it's both the the head, the point of the arrow that strikes the heart. And so it's the point of liberation, where the arrow can drop out if we manage the feeling right. And naturally, this feeling is often you know, it's there, but there's, the mind is drawn to the ideas, the memories, uh, the opinions about others, and also opinions about ourself. So this topic of self-judgment often arises because this is really, uh, it's judging ourselves. that's what seems to happen. because of this, because of that, because of not this, because of not that, because of always this, because of never that. Uh, This particular sankhara, involuntary action, Mm. is seemingly implacable, it doesn't seem to shift. You can numb it out, but it doesn't seem to shift. And often what the reflex around these disagreeable heart states is that certain almost reflex reactions that occur is when we divert attention to something else. Mm. Yeah, Or we just go vacant, don't feel anything at all. And there's a certain suppression that occurs Mm. because we shouldn't feel that way. And this suppression uh, is brought around essentially by an energy, uh, like a certain energy that runs through the mind and uh, it's affected through uh, the body. Mm. The body tightens up or restricts the flow of energy, the feeling. It's really important to bear in mind and keep checking out For yourself don't don't just believe me but check it out for yourself that you can certainly recognize the more powerful emotions you can feel them having a bodily effect but um, I tell you that if it's anything that contacts the the chitta the heart you could call it mind you can call it number of things actually but for this um, particular occasion we'll call it heart that will have some kind of bodily effect it could be just a little shiver Agreeable. Mm. I'm going to say the bodily effect. I don't specifically referring to this body that we see with our eyes, which I call the anatomical body, but the felt body. Mm. The felt body is that impression we have of being here, having a location, uh, having a substance. Uh, so that. You know, it's kind of, it's obvious really. Um, we look with our eyes and, think, oh, I've got knees and hips and bones and ears. But when you come to the feeling of body, you feel a certain sense of solidity which varies. Sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's just, you know, more like mud or clay. Sometimes it's not very solid at all. It's called the earth element. Degrees of warmth. Sometimes very warm, sometimes blazing hot, sometimes chilly and cold, the fire element. Degrees of um, uh, movement that exerts pressure, Uh, air. This is both breathing in and out, and also the way that um, energies move through the body. This movement, pressure, something that pushes. So we have this experience, too. These are all happening. And we have experience of being the sum total of all these. Something binds all these together into one thing called my body. And this binding agent is called the water element, the cohesive element, sticks everything together. So we all experience whatever condition or state the body's in. We always experience, oh, this thing, that's my bo- that's me, that's my body. This cohesive quality um, we look outside we see lights and fire outside we don't consider that's my body we consider that's the electric light we feel luminosity at certain other range of experience we thought, oh, it's, a, oh, it's a sort of inner light in my body we feel the warmth coming from the sun but then we also that's that but we also feel another warmth which is coming from this thing we call a body, a fire element, and that's not spec- all located necessarily in the chest or the fingers or the head or the legs, it's just located in, in, in this experience, this territory called Im- embodiment. The embodied factors are like this, they're called the elements. And these elements are always mingling and shifting and changing and merging. So we feel sort of warmish, with fairly solid, and pretty cohesive. And sometimes we might feel strangely broken up, shattered by an emotional uh, impact, grief, bereavement. You feel broken up. You know, it just doesn't feel solid at all. You just lost your partner of 20 years or something. you just feel completely shattered. You can even use the word shattered.", don't look shattered to me. It looks about the same. If <laughs> you feel, "Oh, I feel like my heart's been ripped out. you know I feel just been punched in the guts with the grief, knocked out. And so you know, we do experience these things in our bodies. When we're angry, we feel like we're on fire. And actually, you're not on fire, but you feel like it, your body feels heated up. There's an energy running through that. Uh, so these, these particular phenomena, the earth, the elements may come to surface at particular locations in the body. And you notice they're almost always in the trunk of the body uh, and almost always in the front. So the face, sometimes, but also the chest, the throat, and the abdomen, the soft places, they are the ones that get these strong impacts um, of, of uh, emotion. Yeah. And so the anything that's felt, it's felt through this or this body. Um, so these, these emotional impressions can be extremely um, physically well, physically distressing if you, l- l- you feel loss of energy um, people who get very depressed can hardly get up can't get out of bed with just no energy at all and uh, it causes people to kill themselves just because life is so miserable, and it even causes, you know, the chemicals in the body to begin to malfunction, and we literally almost poison ourselves with anxiety or um, hyperactivity. You get adrenaline overload, so the body is was poisoned by its own toxins. There's various ways in which this process can be. Um, mapped and certainly in the Chinese understanding Chinese medical system they talk about you know balancing the yin and yang and the different meridians and factors, a different way of looking at it but it's always the recognition that there are powerful effects occurring um, and uh, uh, they can cause disease sickness, malfunctioning and there are various ways in which that happen but one factor is just what the citta is doing. (laughs) So we don't get sick only because of this but citta definitely causes emotional disturbance. And this emotional disturbance can be so uncomfortable that a reaction comes in just to suppress it and that means a certain signal Occurs in the body. The body tightens up to close something down, and uh, and so this may because the, this this itself then we don't feel very good with that, but we don't want to feel that either. So we close that down too. <laughs> so you know, if this process goes on, you know, then eventually don't feel much at all in the body. Just feel sort of slightly numb and and. Sp- spacey and and, um, uh, yeah Uh, but then not being able to to feel uh, uh, in your body can lead to lots of very uh, restless states trying to find something to hold on to something to feel secure by something to feel pleased by so then people get very busy doing this and that and this and that and trying to be a success at this and good at that and playing with this and fiddling with that and making this and making that and because they got, haven't, got, haven't got a body to, to feel a steady, comfortable presence in which is definitely a possibility if these if the body is cleared if these elements are settled if these four elements are settled then it's a harmonious experience that Jitra is quite happy it's happy, it sits down, it relaxes, and it it becomes peaceful. This is the principle of meditation and so so it really comes down to fundamental principle is to uh, be able to experience unpleasant mental feeling, unpleasant heart feeling uh, and to to be able to practice around that. Now, we can derive feeling in the heart from many things. Uh, Feeling from success makes us feel, oh great. Feeling of failure, the experience of failure, we feel bad, praise goes up, blame goes down, you you know it. Gaining things lifts you up, losing things, you know. Being seen as important and useful, going up. Useless, unimportant, don't even, not even noticed, <laughs> go down. <laughs> and this, this gives rise to these waves of feeling. And of course it gets more complex than that. And so there are then around that quality of what we perceive, right? Now perception means there's a, there's a meaning, an impression right the meaning sanya the impression the sign that touches the citta and the citta gets a feeling from it so the the, the impression of being useless touches the citta unpleasant feeling the impression of being wonderful touches the citta pleasant feeling huh. So naturally, you know, jitta searches for those feel-good times: successful, wonderful, appreciated, loved, competent, effective, uh, clear, wise, compassionate, cheerful, bright, samadhi, uh, mindful, jhanas, da, 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 get that pleasant feeling going, and uh, you can't, you can't do it. <laughs> you know. That's a big, that's a big um, thing. That's a lot to try to achieve. If you're looking at it as a, looking at it like that, to try to achieve something is a very precarious uh, project. <laughs> very precarious, because naturally. That's where the judge appears. That's where the judgment appears. Now, and then what are we forming the judgment on? Well, uh, I feel good because uh, she likes me. Are you sure? Or is she just being polite? Right. (laughs) I don't know. Does she like me more than him? I don't know. I think she likes him more than me oh, oh no <laughs> you know and so on oh, this group of people thought I was great but these people didn't think much of me at all oh dear Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And so this performance and this can go on with our education who got the number one grade the number one A five star she did you only got three star. And <laughs> you know. uh, job, of course, who got the good job, the promotion, so on, P- praise, and then who didn't. So it's a lot of pressure to keep rising those perf- to those performances, and because the performance isn't just in those terms. It's also, well, you know, are you someone who's attractive, physically attractive? Oh, I don't know, well, you See, just do something. Good. Well, still you're not as good as he is or she is, you know? Oh dear. Well, put some oil through something. And then your characters, your personality, interesting, amusing, funny, witty, charming, erudite, profound so we get that happening and all the rest of it so not five five stars a plus great job attractive charismatic witty bright you know and then okay here we go meditation oh no another hurdle to try and rise up and get over and so eventually the, you know you, you have to <laughs> The stress of it, and the stress that one generates in trying to be a success, means the jitter is so stressed out by the effort it puts in trying to be a success, it just can't, it sort so of sinks down. If he was tired, and had enough of this game. It's a game no one ever wins. It's like a like a race that never ends. There's no chequered flag, there's no ribbon at the end of it, nobody ever wins it. But somebody else looks like they're winning it, but they don't, they've just been running longer than you have. (laughs) 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 So based upon these criteria we get a sense of the sannyar of not being good enough um, in some respect or another. Feeling unpleasant feeling, mm. um, and this sense of the uh, also, you know, the uh, the efforts we make to try to be, you know, socially acceptable, intelligent, bright, strong, handsome, so on. You know, that's quite a lot of pressure, and we're still not dealing with uh, some pretty fundamental animal instincts. You know. For pleasure, for which is not you know uh, these are the these animal instincts or these very primary instincts which are not socially part of the social um, scenario. You know these wild surges uh, uh, of 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 emotional craving, desire, lust, passion, Uh, violent instincts rise up. For the untrained jitta, it's still prone to these influences, and then we just, oh, that's terrible! Just <coughs> shut that one down. So there could be a lot of suppression uh, around these more kind of, uh, you know, primary animal—we could call them animal—animal animal instincts that we, as have animal bodies, have those kind of instincts in them. Yeah. Um, well, you. Want them or like them or not, you know, they're there. And then we have, um, you know, more social instincts like one well, we would like to feel accepted and welcomed and and so forth. There could be anxiety over not being welcomed uh, and so on. Anxiety. So we be nervous trying to keep up to be as good as everybody else, this pressure. And you don't want to accept that, that you're anxious or um, searching for approval. But something in jitter, you know, the untrained chitta does search for approval to feel comfortable in, in the group, to feel okay. And in our highly competitive societies these become all these this pressure causes stress and actually nothing in any of the these emotions is really resolved it's just put aside or suppressed the more basic instincts it's rather undignified social instincts where we search for approval and we want to be liked and you know which we like to feel we're above that, you know. I don't need anybody, I'm fine. I'm a big, strong man, I don't need any approval of me. I'm, you, know. you find inside it's a little feeble little child saying, I want some approval. Because <laughs> 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 you know, these things, unless this, they're properly resolved, they still remain there. So, you know, we don't, as we grow up, we don't really grow up we just add more layers on top. <laughs> so the, uh, the the childhood uh, instincts are still there unless they're really understood and resolved. And of course, the childhood damages and, and pains are still there unless they're resolved. Most of us have naturally in childhood you you know you get beaten up by the other kids, so you get laughed at or called names, you know. <laughs> Or perhaps your parents aren't so good, so you feel frightened or insecure. Or perhaps your parents break up, so you feel insecure. Yeah. Or, you know, these, these cause um, childhood problems. And we may think we grow up and get out of it, but you don't get over it. You basically either suppress it, try and forget about it, put more thick skin on top of it or you start to resolve it you know um, resolving these senses of shame or awkwardness or not being good enough Mm -hmm. and uh, you have to resolve it because for sure this essentially is the uh, scenario that we're in, which breeds self-judgment, and this judge always is searching for you. Uh, and it, certainly, on a retreat, uh, many times you can just kind of, kind of get away from it. But when you sit down, it starts nagging you. You think you're so good, don't you? What about that? You didn't do that very well. Oh, then you remember something. And, oh, I didn't do that. Then you know, It's sort of you're too proud, or you're too lazy, or you're too too talk too much. You're not not critical, self-critical, and this is the kind of vipaka of all these unresolved emotions, mind states, heart states, and and we always assume that anything that's in the heart is me and mine, and because of me, but some of it is just because of what happened to me. You know, I'm a nervous person because, you know, while I was, we were, you know, the family broke up and the mother and father were always quarrelling and then my older brother committed suicide and, you know, so, yeah, I'm a little bit insecure, but I didn't do anything. I just had to live in that situation where I didn't get that firm, secure, comfortable foundation. And unfortunately, this is the case for many people these days. Everybody, you know, in his stories, their you know, family was broken up. So, various tragedies occur and you know, they affect the chitta. We're sensitive and then you have to process it. And fundamentally, above all that, to all these ex- rather um, life experiences, some things definitely we didn't do so well with. We lost our temper, we made a mistake. But some of it's just what happened that we never really came to terms with. But the end result is that mess is me and once you, when you stop doing things and you sit down and meditate, it comes up and then you judge. The judge says, look, what a mess you are. <laughs> you know, and then, then, uh, then you try, I shouldn't be judging myself. So that is another uh, pain. And the, the, you know, the word, most common word Well, two two phrases that are used, shouldn't, I shouldn't feel like this. And and the other one is, I ought to feel like this. I shouldn't feel like this, I ought to feel like this. I shouldn't feel like this. I shouldn't feel, you know, irritable, I should be grateful. I ought to be grateful. (sighs) Yeah, what does that do? and the, the the basically the the very simple uh, extremely simple um, first step is you feel you're feeling the feeling. You have to feel what you feel. Whether you like it, should have it, shouldn't have it, you're feeling what you feel. And at least that's what we call that acceptance and try to recognize what you're feeling. It's not. He is this, she is that, why are they doing this, I don't think much of that and this isn't right. No, you're feeling what? What are you feeling? Feeling agitated, critical. Okay, you've recognised it. There's always evidence why you should feel like that, but that's beside the point. The feeling like this. So this is the critical. No, you don't like that. So the next thing is you've just got to accept the presence of it. Uh, Accept the presence of it and then you try to distill within that heart state, critical heart, negative heart. Uh, So then you you want to hold it there and um, begin to meditate on it. And this means you, you enter in meditation, you enter direct experience, you enter the realm of citta. A citta is not a social creature. Heart, spirit, awareness, it's, you know, it, it's, it's not a social creature. It doesn't belong to a nation. It doesn't belong, it's just a quality of awareness, heartfulness. Mm. Uh, it doesn't follow the law. It doesn't believe in traffic speed. It doesn't know time of day. (laughs) It doesn't follow rules and orders. It just follows feeling and perception. So you've got to kind of get to that level where you can speak its own language. There's no point waving your finger at it and saying this isn't allowed. Because it doesn't, doesn't doesn't understand that. It just knows feeling and perception. So the first perception you establish it's just oh, it's like oh, welcome, so that's somewhat surprising. Uh, and, then, and then you establish a perception of that state, critical state. So, if you had to um, sit with it for a while and say, what does it look like? If you had to draw a picture of it, would it look round? pink? Probably not. It probably look jagged,
1: hmm.
0: ragged, jagged, spiky.
1: Right?
0: It wouldn't look smooth and comfortable, would it? It would look jagged and spiky. And, oh, that's interesting, isn't it? So this is a perception. And uh, would you call that, in terms of these bodily elements, would you call it cool or hot? Cool, warm? That feels pretty hot to me. <laughs> okay, now you've got something else. Hot, spiky. And uh, is it moving or still? Oh, it's pretty mobile. A lot of movement in it. Okay, we've got something else. Moving, hot, spiky. Yeah. Now, as you get that, as you begin to bring that in, the very quality of resonating. Now, resonating means you, you keep repeating this impression. So, in a way, it amplifies it
1: yeah?
0: it amplifies it but then you can begin to feel it in your body much more strongly you feel this stirring and you keep coming back until you get that effect, stirring how is it in, in your body? where is it? you might then notice it's sort of mostly around my solar plexus or around my throat or around temples, in my head or in my eyes it doesn't really matter where it is or even you can't be that definite. you say I don't know it's somewhere in me that's good enough because then you're trying to really see this or relate to this almost like a like a creature a creature that's got under your skin and what would that creature do what would it be like you've seen some of these science fiction Movies, you know, with aliens. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this one, like, green with horns. And, you know. uh, you know, big teeth. <laughs> and how does it feel? So then, okay, and then if that's there, you start to, how is this in your body? And then, strange, another thing is, well, because the jitter responds to... Um, emotion you bring up a quality of of, oh how are you what would you like, what do you need what's needed here not what I need but what does this creature need it's such a shocking question that you don't have an answer, you just want to keep because that is the question itself the question itself is the quality of metta the question what do you need that is metta because it means I want to give you I want to help you I want to bring something to you but you don't know what it needs but even ask the question there's a quality of metta and Chitta knows that it doesn't speak the language but it knows an energy that's, got, that's offering
1: Oh,
0: metta. And the, oh. And then this quality, this creature, oh, he's not fighting me anymore. He's not telling me I shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> he's not accusing me. And then maybe it starts to shift and change. And then what's happening in your body? You might feel some tension release. You might feel energy run down your body. You might, you might even find yourself tears come into your eyes or something and then you feel something begins to shift oh. and something stops something shifts and moves and it's mysterious but what you know is some suffering has stopped <laughs> and some identification has stopped and the two are connected. <laughs> but to not identify is not an intellectual process, it's a very instinctive citta process. Right? And so we, that's why we need to address it. And the sanya, and the address it, the quality of uncomfortable feeling. What do you need? What do you need? Ah. Oh. Oh, I need relax or I need coolness or I need space or I need, you know, of course it doesn't use those words but it will start to move, shift and you get this oh, energy released, energy releases and then the body maybe oh, and the mind ma- chitta, oh, something releases and you're able to and then after that, when it's released, you might you might remember, oh, oh that oh that I suddenly get an image of being, you know, bullied when you were ten. Comes after after the process is finished, you get the you might get the memory. Yeah. You know, something that happened. That you've never really been able to fully resolve <clears throat> and because it's only this kind of process that can resolve it process of sankar is such a complex weave uh, of self should shouldn't try want or to maybe, you know, why was I, how am I, what will I, who did this, why am I like that? Why is she why does she think this about me? And do I think do I know what she thinks and does she think I think? And what do I feel about what she thinks I think she thinks?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and is it because I was born in the wrong time or well, my astrology sign, I was born near the dragon? <laughs> A dragon, so the dragons always have to do this, and um, you know, God, it's so complicated. And so, you know, how to how to pull out the arrow. It really means trying to reduce the complexity of this sankara stories and sankara energies, which are really trying to find some way. Get away from this feeling, to explain it, to blame it on somebody, to bury it somewhere, you know, to clear that sankara process, and just go back, try to return to how this painful feeling can be felt, because it, we don't like it at all, and sometimes it's extremely unpleasant, uh, and and it's felt because. The body can provide support, where the chitta just gets thrown around by the feeling, just thrown around. Now what we why how does the body provide support? Because if we we can you see if we're feeling something like a strong pressure around my throat, you see that, yeah, but you say, Well yeah, that's true, that's absolutely true, but meanwhile I can feel all the way down my back I can relax my shoulders. I can also feel this sense of a strong, simple presence. I can feel this disturbed area around my throat. I can feel this strong presence of my back. And my hands are open, I relax what I can. So most of the body is just receptive, holding, acting like a holding frame. And this disturbed area, and we just keep connecting with our awareness the disturbed area to the undisturbed area. It's just like that, just connecting the disturbed area to the undisturbed area. And that allows these. the, the chitta then's got something to feel steady with. Some. yeah? Because your awareness is your chitta, an aspect of chitta is just the awareness. It's how awareness of the strength or the simplicity of the body. The body has no story, no comment. Yeah, it's right there. It's less like a true friend in this sense. You feel that? And it just gives the support for the chitta not to be thrown around or thrown out, overwhelmed by the emotion, by the feeling, by the emotional feelings. And the, if if that can be accomplished then you've really sort of mastered the most important step which is to be able to be present with unpleasant (laughs) feeling without all the story and the shifting and the blaming and the why me it's it's not comfortable but you can do it And with that, you just give up the idea of who you are because that gets in the way. And then just practice connecting the uncomfortable to the steady. Keep inquiring into this felt experience of the emotion, the picture you have, the creature you have in your chest or your heart or your face. And address it with what do you need. And you'll find that there'll be a kind of response will come from, almost seemingly from the body the energy shifts because these how do these uncomfortable experiences how do they get so stuck <clears throat> where does the jitter store it all where does the jitter store its unpleasant memories and difficult moods and habits <laughs> has it got a little storehouse somewhere well, it stores it in the body, <laughs> it stores it in the energies, the energy channels in the body. Oh. Oh, it's one way of looking at it. Like you know, you can get a, a little in these little what they call digital cards or something. You can store fifteen gigabytes of talks on that one little card. How did you do? I just, just say, how it get on that little card? You know, how it store it in there? Well. It's a simple way of speaking but that's what happened. <laughs> uh, you, you know, the the immaterial realm of just sounds and 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 signals can't can be stored on a physical object. You know, and we, we've begun to accept that in terms of technology, you know, get a little silicon chip smaller than my fingernail, and you've got, you know, libraries of information on this little thing just made a squiggle of silicon well if you can do that on a squiggle of silicon what do you think you can do with this thing (laughs) plenty of room (laughs) for heaven and hell and everything to be stored up of course it's not stored like you know it's recorded the signals are recorded the signals are recorded the echoes are recorded on the body's energy system it gets these signals are recorded that's how this sound, my voice is being recorded, signal and it's being recorded on something that can you know, translate those sounds into recognisable digital I don't know, it's, it's all magic to me um, and then somebody will put that in a, in a computer and my voice will come out again, how do I get in that computer <laughs> When I'm dead it'll be there. That's what the signals are about. And of course, this is kind of what 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 our body and mind does. It records, it carries signals. And we as you realize that body energy is a constantly vibrating, shifting field of energies, then it can pick up any signal and it'll be it'll be stuck. In that, in that way that energy operates, it bends, or it blocks, or it jumps. Yeah? Because there's a signal there that causes it to jump. So people get, like, um, just strange disorders because their body jumps, or twitches, or they get obsessive-compulsive disorders. And it's because this signaling is stuck in the body and the more powerful the contact impression is, the more powerful the signal. And we had uh, at Chithurst Monastery back in the early days, we, um, we had a vicar, Church of England vicar, who stayed with us for about six months. And he had a break, he'd had a breakdown because see, he, was, uh, he had a parish you know, so if you know what that is it's like an area of, of a village few villages and the vicar who's the you know Christian minister has to go around seeing everybody and how you're doing and you know Jesus loves you and this kind of thing um, you know that's what he had to do so he was doing all this and it started starting to get a bit it, sort of something in you know, was getting rather uh, depressed or anxious, uncertain so he was getting this sense of you're know, not feeling entirely happy but of course being the vicar he had to go around and cheer people up and give solace and make people happy and make people feel God loved them but he didn't particularly feel it himself because <laughs> he was stressed out doing all this stuff so he went to the bishop he said oh bishop just pull yourself together you know you're losing faith in God (laughs) pull yourself together go and pray so he did this for a while trying to pull himself together cheer up be bright because to lose faith in God is for a vicar is pretty bad you know you've failed you've got to have faith in the Lord but he was getting not cheered up and uh, so he just couldn't do it anymore. And he had a breakdown in the, the church. Well, you know, you failed. <laughs> so he had to come to the Buddhist monastery to get a. Uh, we just took him in. And you don't have to be cheerful here, you can be miserable like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and sort of not love everybody all the time you can be irritable like we are oh, what a relief
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he had a kind of click in his throat this twitch, he developed this sound it, when in the meditation, All he had is click click, click, click this was a kind of nervous response from all this pressure so he'd sit there and he'd sit there and click, click, click click, we just sit there and it didn't click like some kind of clock, <laughs> and it was just a kind of nervous thing that happened in his throat. I don't know what's happening. And He just stayed. We just let him be how he was, and he was so happy and grateful. <laughs> and he, he ended up doing a lot of work for us. He was. He, he learned some carpentry skills. and He did carpentry skills. Um, he built doors and things for us, and because there was no. He didn't have to be anything particular the pressure of having to be cheerful all the time, positive all the time, believe in things all the time, help somebody all the time, always have the answers all the time. You just, oh no. (laughs) But then when you're in that particular, you know, line of business, if you like, that's what's required of you. And so you can't make it. And then that's not just a you know, getting the sack, you know, getting fired from work, it means, you know, you're you damned, because you've lost faith in God. You can go to hell, <laughs> right? You know that's bad. It's very bad. I say, so what kind of, you know, what kind of God, what kind of God's going to send me to hell for this? I didn't want it. You know, and so it just, um, you know, that pressure even a spiritual pressure. Because yes, it's wonderful if you have faith and in God or in anything really that gives you, you know, upright energy. And if you feel you know, you can help people, that's marvelous. But you can't always expect that. So we have to be able to because there's an energy in it. And certainly it's by no means confined to something wrong with Christianity. It's nothing particularly. I mean, it's not, not my kind of religion. But if it works, good luck, you know, <laughs> for you. But it uh, doesn't appeal to me. And certainly, you know, you get Buddhist monks who can't get Samadhi, i failure. You've got to be on the Samadhi race who gets the best Samadhi and failed... <laughs> who's what stage are you at you know are you streaming no, no absolutely not failed <laughs> and even can you give good talks not really failed again inspire people I don't think so failed again you know I could disrobe or just be a layperson because at least there's no pressure on be anything that's you know, rather a shame isn't it you know? and yet I've heard people do that they just couldn't bear the pressure of being a senior monk. I mean, somebody, he did 30 30 reigns, this monk, 30 reigns. You think, well, 30 reigns, I mean, good for you. Just to manage 30 30 years of sense restraint and keeping the rules, well, that's, yeah, good for you. But he just couldn't feel he couldn't manage the idea of being senior, because he didn't feel he was good enough. So, because he didn't feel, didn't feel he was pure enough he didn't know he smart he wasn't good enough so the, what he imagined people expected of him you see a crowd of people they're just happy to see him but you think oh god you know, I'm supposed to be an Arahant or something and they weren't expecting to be an Arahant but it was his interpretation it was a kind of unconscious interpretation like if people are, are glad to see me or 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 good, you know, generous to me I have to be perfect you know whatever, whether it's Buddhist or Christian or anything you know, I have to be really no you don't people can be good to you because they like being good (laughs) and you're good enough you know (laughs) and people enjoy being generous and kind and if you're just even maintaining degree of moral training, well that's Good for you, you know. That's good enough. (laughs) And yet, you know, who who's content with just being good enough? (laughs) It's sort of middling, isn't it? Good enough? Middling. I want those brilliant experiences where energy rises and I feel glorious, that's what I like. I don't just feel good enough. I feel supreme. You know, <laughs> 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 that's what we like. You know, because what happens? What's happening? You feel this bright, strong energy rising. And, you know, it's very attractive and and dazzling. And this, of course, is where a lot of spiritual teachers go wrong, because they get. They get something and they feel really good and they get a lot of adoration, they feel even better and then people think there's something else, they feel even better and they get addicted to it and uh, get very uh, inflated, narcissistic, and then they start to transgress because they think they're beyond it all, they're the supreme 15th incarnation of da 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 <laughs> and they're completely empty, and arahants and bodhisattvas, and so forth. So they're beyond mortal reckoning, and this if total inflation, this energy is is addictive, you know? and people just inflate and become, you know, super egotistical. It happens. It happens. I mean, you don't want to be that, really. I mean, something you is attracted to that blazing glory so energy is, is very addictive and then when energy goes down then you, you stick we get stuck to that hopeless useless so you've got to translate all experience how what's this how am I with this? If I'm being praised and you know received, do I get in, do I get excited with that, or am I just oh, glad you're happy? You know? you know, how am I with this emotion? So you stand next to your emotion and say, don't don't get intoxicated with this one. You know, pleasure, pain, uh, pleasure, success, praise, adulation. Don't get drunk on it. You know, it's up to other people. You don't take it. If You don't take that in, you don't take in the blame either. <laughs> and you don't fear the blame because the blame is just one. Well, okay. She's not happy. She's not happy. He's not happy. Maybe. Maybe they're right. Oh well. Please tell me what. what. Mm. But you don't have to have the crushing emotional effect of it all. Mm. These are ways in which we both uh, both um, try to resolve. You know what we what the past, if you like, or the inheritance, or the sh- or the uh, you know the emotion, the heart states that arise. And we see the essence of it. Jitter is affected by feeling, knocked around by it, thrown up in the air by pleasant feeling, thrown down on the ground by unpleasant feeling, often suppressing unpleasant feeling because he can't manage it at all. You <laughs> say this then has to be opened, cleared out, and you can do it. You really get to the point. Now, now, what you did when you lost your temper yesterday, that's over. Now you have to deal with a sense of regret and shame and guilt and how unpleasant that is. Uh, yeah, I don't recommend losing your temper but now it's over, you've got to deal with the regret and the unpleasant feeling of that and work with that. Everybody loses their temper. Work with the uh, regret. I don't want it. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Here it is. What's it feel like? Sinking, struggling, low, disgusted. Uh, Can you picture it? Can you feel it in your body? Can you say, What do you need to that? Hmm? What do you need? And when that quality of metta karuna is just presented in such a direct way yeah? there can be a response and a sense of okay, forgiveness everybody makes mistakes it's over <laughs> it's not self yeah? but recognizing just how this stuff gets into you how these emotions get into you and can cause you considerable damage you're pretty careful about what you get excited about when you feel yourself getting oh here comes the irritation catch it quick (laughs) (laughs) here comes the she's being so obstinate why does she have to be so difficult what's wrong with her Wait a minute! What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're letting her behaviour get under your skin, aren't you? Okay. What's wrong with you? So what's wrong? I'm getting irritated. Okay. Now, hold it. And where is it in your body? You feel the heat running through your body. You feel the pressure building up. Just come in and hold it there, Just steady. What's really needed now? It's cool, water. Cool, cool, cool. Just yeah. yeah, release it. And you know, she's still obstinate, but it doesn't bother me. <laughs> it Doesn't get under my skin. Yeah. And then people say you're fantastic, wonderful, best yogi, star yogi of the year, fantastic. <laughs> Greatest dumber teacher has ever been. You know, oh, somebody really understands how wonderful I am. Yeah? And he says, oh, I shouldn't feel like that. I shouldn't feel. Like, I shouldn't feel like that. I shouldn't feel like that. You feel this intoxicating quality of praise. But you do feel like that. Somebody says you're the best yogi there's ever been. You feel a little bit lifted. Oh, I shouldn't feel like that. I should be more modest. <laughs> <laughs> But you do feel like that. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, so then get to that feeling and what's happening, you've got this energy building up and just, there it is, there it is, what's needed, just space, a little bit of space, space and cool and steadying. No problem, no analysis, just release from the grip feeling. We can't help it if we succeed sometimes, <laughs> 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 and we like it, you can't help that either, but you can try to find the place where you don't get addicted to it and fascinated it and make an identity out of it, make an identity out of it, you say, well, you know, conditions came together, it was the right time, right place, conditions came together, great, but it, you know, let it, let it pass and the uh, conditions aren't favorable we're in conflict right now we simply don't agree with each other okay back off let's let that one pass before it gets under my skin <laughs> and hold the feeling this is ongoing ongoing cultivation and in uh, yeah. retreat in the retreat because so often so many of you comment on this experience of you know, self-judgment. Well, on the retreat you begin to, well, great, I've got a good chance to look at this one very clearly and straight. Every, a lot of people get this. I've really got a good chance now to criticise myself to death. <laughs> 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 Beat myself up constantly. Let's really look at this, this thing. What's it all about? You know, what, are you, what are you attacking? Who's attacking what? You, know, you don't feel that kind of violence. What's that? There's a the violence, the aversion. Where's that? Feel the heat and the tangle of it. You hold it in your body. Hold it in your embodiment. How am I? Can I stand next to that without... And just, what do you need? What do you need right now? Perhaps all you need is to be asked what do you need? <laughs> Just that touch of metta itself can be, Oh that's what I needed. And it drops away. So I'll offer this for your consideration tonight.